Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Deep Breaths and F-Bombs podcast. I hope you guys are all having a fantastic week. I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. And if you tuned into my episode last week, I hope you were able to take some of those tips and tools with you into Thanksgiving dinners and plans and on into Christmas. And really in everyday life too, when you are around anybody in general, whether that's at work, whether it's out shopping, whether it's around family, friends, etc. And this is a busy time. And if you have not gone yet and listened to last week's episode, I would highly recommend you do so if you are going to be around people, if you are an empath and you kind of feel that you pick up on other people's energy. Very, very, very good, good topic, very good episode to listen to. And I use those tools every single day. Um, Today, though, I want to talk to you guys about co-parenting. So this is something that I am asked very often, and it's a topic because I've been, I mean, I've been a single mom since Caden was three months old, and my co-parenting relationship with my son's dad has not always been rainbows, butterflies, and sunshine, and it's still not, it's still not perfect, but it is 10 times better than it was three years ago. And I'm asked all the time, like, oh, what's your relationship with your son's dad? Like, what's that like? Like, how do you guys get along? And I love answering this question. (laughs) And it's funny, because a lot of times I'll answer this question and people give me looks like, really? Like, damn, that's amazing. And my answer to that question is, our relationship is good. Like, it's good. It's not perfect. I mean, granted, we're not together for a reason. We have a very long past. Our relationship was not beautiful. It was very toxic. And I was at my lowest point because of, you know, situations that had happened during our relationship, during my pregnancy. And it's taken a lot of work to get to where we are now. But we're at a point where we communicate about Kate and every decision is made mutually between the two of us. We are open and honest about where we want Caden's future to be. Caden's only seen us argue once. Um, Do we have our moments and does he get on my every last fucking nerve? Yes. Like there are still things where I'm like, oh my fucking God, you haven't changed. Like it is, it's so frustrating sometimes, um, but we have to do it. Right. And he's going to be a part of my life, whether I like it or not and vice versa. There's times where he's like, oh my fucking God, Karina, like I can't even with you. And that's the thing too, like you guys, we still fight, we still argue, but we have to work through these things just like we would if we were together, right? And so today I want to give you some of my top tips on co-parenting and how to help your co-parenting relationship, how to be the best version of you and how to, you know, come together for your children, because after all, those children are innocent. Those children are innocent, and those children do not deserve to be put in the middle. They do not deserve to, you know, see you guys fight, feel like they're to blame. They don't deserve that. So how can you show up and be the best fucking parents you possibly can be for those kids? And a big thing that I had to learn was forgiveness. Like I had to forgive myself and I also had to forgive him. Right. Um, 
this took a very long time. It took me realizing that every relationship is a lesson. There is a purpose for every relationship. Everyone comes into your life for a reason. I had to admit that I did some things and I let him get by with things that I never should have let him get by with, right? Like I also shouldn't have done things that I did. Like I also hurt him over the years and I had to forgive myself for that. I had to give myself grace. I had to allow myself though to be angry. I had to allow myself to be hurt. I had to allow myself to feel all of those feelings and then find a way to forgive. And a big part of this for me and a big way that I overcame and forgave was listening to Judgment Detox by Gabby Bernstein. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend reading that book, listening to that book on audio. Gabby is amazing, um, but she really helps you you know, with forgiveness or even spirit junkie, you know, that book, um, very good and forgiveness, very good. And kind of explaining how our relationships are our biggest lessons. Um, and really, really focusing on forgiveness. Now, the other piece too, is I had to find out who I was outside of our relationship. I had to find out who I was as a person outside of being a mom, I had to start prioritizing myself, my happiness, my health, my well-being, my emotional state first before I could worry about forgiveness, before anything else. Like I had to become so fucking selfish. And let me tell you, moms, being selfish is not a bad thing. Like I know we want to put our kids' needs before our own. I get it. Like, I absolutely get it. And I'm not saying that, like, if your child needs something, just ignore them and, like, focus on you. But I am saying that it is okay, and I fully support screen time. Like, it's okay to put your child in front of the TV for an hour while you can work out. Like, it's okay to let your infant cry in their swing while you take a shower, like take care of yourself. Like that baby is going to be fine for 10 minutes. Like it is going to be okay. Like, and that may be triggering for some people, but Hey, like if you are exhausted, if you are at your wits end, if you are trying to pour from an empty cup, that child isn't getting any love anyway. It's all just empty love. You are trying to give and trying to love when you don't have any love in your soul to give. Like it's gone. It's depleted. It's, it's empty. You're running on E. So when you fill yourself up, you can fill up the cups of other people. You have more love to give. When you, you, when you are your best version of yourself, you show up as a better mom, as a better daughter, as a better sister, as a better wife, as a better co-parent. So how do you need to show up for you? Do you need to buy yourself a damn new pair of underwear because you're still wearing the same fucking underwear you wore when you were pregnant or from high school? Like throw that shit away and go buy yourself some new goddamn underwear, right? Like enough with the tattered bras, go buy yourself a bra. Can you take a bath? Ask for somebody to watch your kids so you can go grocery shopping or so you can go get a massage or so you can take a bath. 
right? Like, who do you want to be? What kind of mother do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? You're single now. You're doing the single mom thing. So you have to do it all. You have to do bedtime. You have to do bath time. You have to read the stories. You have to clean the house. You have to do the cooking. You have to, you know, take care of yourself. You have to run your child to and from daycare. You have to pick them up. You've got to, you have all the bills that you have to pay all by yourself because you're single and you don't have a roommate. Like there's so much going on. And we want to try to live our life like a dual parent household, but it's just not a thing. And you try to do that and you're just going to run yourself into the fucking ground. Like you are going to be exhausted trying to do it all. So where can you ask for help? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the exhausted, run-down, crabby, low-patience mom that yells at her kids every single day? Like, hi, I've fucking been there. I get it. Or do you want to be the mom who, yeah, okay, maybe she's a little stressed, but she's happy. She's healthy. She has energy to play with her kids. She's got patience. When it comes to bedtime, she's not just exhausted and crawling into bed. Like she can actually be present with her child. Do you want to feel beautiful? Do you want to feel worthy? Do you want to feel loved? Do you want to be happy? Do you actually want to look at a picture of yourself smiling and be like, damn, I'm happy versus I remember that day perfectly. I had a fake smile on my face. Like, who do you want to be? And what do you need to do? Like, is it moving your body? Do you need to start moving? Do you need to start eating healthier? Do you need to, like I said, ask for help? Do you need to ask, find a babysitter? Or maybe ask the grandparents or something if they can watch your children for a night. Whatever that is, right? Who are you? Who do you want to be? And what do you need to do to start taking care of yourself so you can be the best version of yourself possible? Right? Once you focused on you, then you can start the forgiveness process. Okay. Then you can start the forgiveness process and start by just forgiving yourself. Like forgive yourself for everything. Forgive yourself for putting up with everything you put up with. Forgive yourself for waiting so long. Forgive yourself for feeling like you failed your child. Forgive yourself for feeling like it's all your fault. Forgive yourself for not being able to do it all and feeling like you have to. Forgive yourself for yelling at your kids last night. Forgive yourself. My biggest lesson on forgiveness, whether it's you forgiving yourself, whether it's you forgiving somebody else, is seeing them through the eyes of love and remembering that they are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. You don't know what their full story is. You don't know what their full interpretation of a situation is. Your perception may be completely different than your perception. I know my perception of my relationship with my son's dad is not his perception of the situation, but each person's perception is your own reality. And once you accept that, things get a lot easier. And once you accept that everyone's just doing the best that they can, it gets easier to forgive. You can forgive some unimaginable things by remembering that everybody is just doing the best that they can. And I also know how much you want to control everything. You want to control what your child eats, what he or she watches, 
when they're at the other parent's house, what time they go to bed, when they get their bath, what their schedule's like, who they're hanging out with. But here's the thing, like you can't control that. Like you literally can't control that. Like unless you are there doing everything, it doesn't matter how many times you yell at the other parent, it doesn't matter how pissed off you get, it doesn't, none of it matters, you can't control it. You cannot control it. So one thing I really want you to ask yourself is, is my child in danger? Because if your child is in danger, then like by all means, let the mama bear claws come out, rip the skin off that fucking human and like get your kids out of there and like go on full mama bear. Like I am, I am totally okay with that. (laughs) Like if your children are in danger, that is one thing. But if your children aren't in danger, you cannot control it. Like you have to release that control. You're just making everybody's life miserable. Your own, your child's, the co-parents, like you have to release that control. You have to release that control. And that is going to be one of the hardest fucking things that you are going to ever have to do, that you're ever going to try to do. And a big thing is like, how can you distract yourself? What can you do? When your children aren't with you, how can you take care of yourself? How can you practice self-care? How can you practice self-pleasure? How can you be with yourself? How can you soak into those small moments and find pleasure? Maybe you slow down and you drink that coffee or you, you know, like today the sun is shining and we just had our first big snowstorm here in Minnesota and the sun is shining and the light is just radiating off the snow. And I was walking out of the grocery store, just smiling, just letting the sun beat down on my face, just soaking it in. Do you take yourself out on a date night? Depending on how long you've been single, do you start dating? Like, what can you do? And then the other piece of that is going back to who do you want to be? What kind of mom do you want to be? If you don't necessarily like what's happening at that other home, like what kind of mom do you want to be? How do you want to try to offset that? And how can you show up for your kids in hopes that your influence is better than theirs? Right? I know for me, um, my son's dad, like, doesn't let him sleep with his blankets, doesn't let him sleep with stuffed animals, is very, very, um, you know, wary about what he watches. He can't watch girl shows. He can't play with girl toys. Like he's very, you know, very, um, very strict about that. And here I don't, I still let my five-year-old son sleep with his blankets. I still let him sleep with his stuffed animals, right? I let him cry. And I remind him like, honey, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel your feelings with me. Like just because your dad doesn't want you to cry doesn't mean that you can't cry here. And I make sure that I am that safe space for him to be able to feel. And so a lot of times he comes home and he just lets it all out, right? It's the tantrums, it's the crying, it's the whining. And he just like, and it's, is it harder for me? Yes, it's fucking harder. Like, because then I, I've missed my child for five days and then he comes home on Wednesday and he's whiny and he's crying and he's, it's frustrating. It's like, I missed you. I just want you to be happy so we can hang out and we can cuddle and we can play games. But instead you're just going to fucking whine the whole time. Like this isn't an easy thing. 
but I know that for my son's greater good, I know for that the person I want him to be, like, I don't want him to grow up fighting. I don't want him to wear these masks, right? Like I listened to Mask of Masculinity by Lewis Howe, and I don't want my son to have to wear these masks and have to try to hide them. Like we've all been there, even me, like I, as a child was never allowed to throw these tantrums, right? Like I'd have my fits and I'd be shamed for it. And I don't want my child to feel like that. Like, I don't want him to walk around fighting because he doesn't know how to express his emotions. And the only way he does it is through rage. So do I have to put up with a little bit of whining and crying now? Yeah. Like, I know that I want to be that safe space for him to do that. And so what do you, how do you need to show up in order to be that safe space for your kids? Like, what do they need from you? And I know I have a lot of followers and a lot of people I've talked to who, you know, come from narcissistic relationships and they're also co-parenting and they're, they're so fucking frustrated because they know that their son's, you know, their children's dad's a narcissist and it's, it's not a healthy emotional environment and they're so frustrated. But like, the thing is, is like, you can't control that unless you want to try to fight it. You know, narcissists are going to be fucking amazing in court. (laughs) So if you are, if you're going to fight it, like, I, all the fucking more power to you. Like, please, please, please need do what you need to do for your kids. Like if they're still there, like you cannot beat yourself up every single time they're there, but you need to think, okay, like who do I want to be for my kids? If I know this is an unsafe emotional environment for my child to be in, how do I want to show up for them? And who do I want to be? And what kind of parent do I want to be? And what lessons do I want to teach them? And then we just pray, we just pray that our influence is greater than the other parents. We just pray that our influence is greater than the other parents. But you cannot kill yourself trying to control, worrying about what time they're going to bed, but whether or not they got their homework done. Like you've just got to do what you can to keep yourself sane, to keep yourself happy, to be soaked in pleasure while your children are there. Take care of yourself so then when your children come home, you can be the best version of you possible for your children. That is literally my biggest piece of advice for my co-parents out there. Take care of you and think about who you want to be for your kids, what lessons you want to teach them, what kind of home you want to provide for them. Oh, my neck. So I just like had to really <laughs> crack it and realize how stiff it got. Um, anyways, tangent. Now I'm going to take a drink of water. And with that said, I do want to remind you that I do have one-on-one spots available. So if you know your self-worth, finding love, healing after a toxic relationship, opening up to yourself, being able to heal those past wounds and really coming home to you and your own self-worth and your own boundaries and your own self-love and really working through those things, if you're being called to do that and you're being called to my energy, let's book a consultation call. You know, hit me up on Instagram, Karina underscore Unleashed. Let's get a consultation call booked. And really in that consultation, it's an hour. It's an opportunity for me to get to know you, to know what your story is, to know what your goals are, and 
for us to see if we're a good energetic match to work together, right? Um, and I do have four, six, and 12-week programs, kind of depending on your own goals, your own needs, your own financial situation, of course, um, and kind of, you know, really how deep are you wanting to go into this work? And how much are you wanting to commit? And what are you wanting to do? Um, and I really created this four-week program for those people who are just kind of starting to dip their toes in, right? Because every investment I have made in a coach, I have committed to a minimum of three months. And I really do truly believe that that 12 weeks is what we need to really, truly integrate everything we are going to work on to really start to uncover these limiting beliefs and, you know, really add the pleasure and the, you know, the self-love and all of those things to really, really, truly change your life. But if you are just kind of starting to dip your toes in or you don't think that you're really ready for a full three-month commitment, we do have that four and six-week program available for you to kind of get you started. And then from there, you get to decide whether you, you know, you want to kind of navigate this on your own, hire a different mentor or continue on longer with me as well. So if you have any questions, definitely let me know. Shoot me a DM over on Instagram. Let's book a consultation call. And I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Until next time. Mwah.